This podcast is sponsored by Tell2App.com. Welcome to The Life of a Networker. On this podcast, we are featuring industry leaders from the network marketing profession to share with you the stories, inspiration, and leadership. Now, here is global business developer, leader in authentic sharing technology, your host, Mr. Mike Fedick. Hey guys, how are you? It's Mike Fedick here, and I'm in the studio with a special guest. You know, I believe if in your career and your craft of what you do, you have a decade of experience. That's great. If you got two decades, you, you're probably doing something right. But when you've got three plus decades under your belt of, uh, of really success in an industry that, yes, it's easy because the definition to me of easy is something you can do. Um, but man, can it be difficult at times. And so to our audience out there, the life of a network, you've got Mike here and uh, my guest, uh, John uh, Harimza in the house from uh, Nevada. John, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Mike. I'm excited to uh, excited to be here. Well, thanks a lot, man. We uh, we're grateful for you. And um, I remember reading uh, on some of the top income earners worldwide list, and I identified your name uh, there at the very top. And uh, for those that don't know John, uh, because I think it's important to know that when you're hearing from a guest, uh, someone who's made a hundred grand a year is a great thing, and that's that person can deliver the information to help you get to a hundred grand a year. But you know, when you get to a hundred grand a month. It's a pretty big accomplishment, but when you get to 100 grand a week, John, you really have you're at a different level. But nothing really is different from the 100 grand a year activity that it took you to get there than it is to 100 grand a week. You just did a lot more of it. It would be my first guess, and and really probably developed a lot of leaders along the way. But let's go back a little bit. Take us back to where it originally started. How did you get involved in the industry? You know, what was the process back then? Because I know there wasn't Facebook, it wasn't an Instagram message from your friend. Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, you know, it, it's really kind of accidental. Um, you know, I would definitely not have been on the top of someone's prospect list, right? And so, you know, if there's a first lesson here, don't prejudge. You just never know, you know. Uh, you know, I grew up in a small town in Minnesota, a town of about 2,000 people. And right out of high school, I went to work in a potato chip a snack food company. I was a machine operator and advanced into the maintenance department and, you know, welding, building, maintaining equipment, things of that nature. Uh, I have a learning disability. I have dyslexia, right? And so, um, and I still struggle with it today, but it really affected, you know, my self-esteem and my self-confidence. So I was very, very shy, very introverted, literally wouldn't say hi to someone unless they said hi to me first, right? And so when I say I wasn't on the top of someone's prospect list, that's what I mean, right? And so a friend of mine invited me to his home to look at a water filter. And I thought they wanted me to look at it, you know, to build a display or look at the quality of the product. I mean, the idea of talking to someone or selling something would never have entered my mind. And, and so I went, um, you know, I went to this little home party and, you know, got excited about just the product itself, did not want to bring anyone else in. Matter of fact, you know, I thought, why do I want to bring other people in and create my own competition, right? The first person I sponsored was my brother. And that is because we'd made a pact between us that no one else was to know about this, right? It was just going to be him and I, right? <laughs> and then I went to an event. So uh, that's another lesson is, you know, the power of events. I mean, I look at 32 years in the industry. I mean, if you ask me how many events I've missed, you know, none, right? I mean, you if you want to do it and you want to play big, you have to be at the events. But I went to this event 
um, you know, went up to the spot, the, the, the speaker. And I said, you know, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to go canvas at that time, Fargo, North Dakota and get a bunch of units placed. And, and he says, you're going to do what? And, and I told him, and he says, I made $203,000 last year. And if you told me I had to knock on doors to do it, I'd have never done it. And so he brought me up to his room, turned out I was in his downline. He showed me the concept of recruiting and leverage and building a team. I left that meeting with a paradigm shift, um, completely changing the approach and, you know, selling the opportunity along with the product. Uh, six months later, I'm full time and now 32 years, you know, in the industry uh, full time. So that was my, you know, my entry into the into the industry. Man, that's awesome. And, you know, if, if, if what you know now after 30 plus years, if you could go back and talk to the to the John, the young self, John, and give him some advice, what are some things that you know today? And it's not it's not, and for the audience listening, look, it's not regrets, right? Because who you are today is, is the process and the journey that you've been you know, on this last 30 years. But there's still there's a few nuggets that you probably could say, hey, John, I do this a little different or maybe understand that relationships are a little more important than I really thought. What are what are a couple of things you'd tell yourself back when you're first getting started? Well, I, I think, you know, as I think about that question, um, you know, probably the first thing is, you know, when you enter into this initially. Right. You, you have all those natural skepticisms, you know, as, you know, the first little hurdle or the first little um, hiccup, you, you, you know, you're just like in, you're, you're just like devastated. Oh, my God, I know it was too good to be true. And although I made it through those times, you know, I kept on keeping on and, and, and I attribute a tremendous amount of that to number one, the personal development. Right. I mean, I dove into personal development. And, and I also made sure I was plugged in. You have to be plugged in. But if I were to go back and, you know, just have a little bit more faith and trust in the process, right, and, and move forward aggressively, because you're kind of timid. You, you maybe start out a little aggressive and then you get, you know, bumped around a little bit and then you, you start second guessing or questioning it is don't second guess it. I mean, this industry is incredibly powerful, incredibly life changing. And I, I guess the other thing, if I was to, and this may be, you know, somewhat of a, a regret, because I didn't, I mean, I've never made money before, right? I was making nine bucks an hour. My dad was a janitor at a high school. My mom worked in a dog food factory. I was living in a trailer house. And to get money, right, coming in and have no idea what to do with it, right? And, and not how to manage it and how to budget and how to, and matter of fact, I even write in my book about this, about, you know, one of my, if I could go back, I would do a lot better job of being a steward of my money, saving for taxes, saving that 10%, you know, like they talk about in uh, Richest Man in Babylon, to get into that early on and just, you know, because I had no idea how to manage money. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so true, John. You know, when I got started, I was 18 years old. My assistant principal in my high school invited me out to a presentation. And so here I am detailing cars. I own my own business. I was always the entrepreneur. Uh, As a kid, I sold gum in middle school. But man, am I with you. There was one thing that when I got in the industry, they taught me how to make money, but they didn't teach me how to manage or, or save or do any of that stuff. So, of course, and I think for a lot of listeners, Uh, This is a key moment here is when you make $100 at your company that you're with right now, and you can talk to your accountant about the percentage, 
But I'm telling you now to even start with, just put 20% away and don't touch it, right? It's not yours. And then I, I know you think you earned it, right? <laughs> but the bottom line is there's a guy named Uncle Sam and he's going to come knocking for you. So instead of going and stressing yourself out, put it away early. And, and I agree with you, John. Now today I laugh because I'm like, Man, it's so simple. Now, now, now that I do it, it's just automatic. When I get paid, boom, goes in that account, boom, goes in that account, boom, goes in that account. And then whatever's left over, that's for Mike to go have fun and, and live on. So, uh, so, so true. Thanks for pointing that out, John. Let's talk a little bit about something you said that that's so important. And, uh, and, and before we do that, what's the name of your book? Where, where can folks get your book? Uh, it is, uh, you can get it on Amazon or you can go to, you know, right around, almost right.com. And uh, I'll tell you real quick, the inspiration behind the book. Yeah, right. Please. You know, as I travel around and I meet so many hardworking, talented, right, seemingly doing everything right network marketers, but yet they're struggling, right? And so the question is, are they doing it right or almost right? And so this is a very, very fundamental, basic book. People that read it tell me they're like, it's like sitting down and, and, and doing a Q&A with you. I get into all of the fundamentals and the basics, what we actually do. I mean, if you know me and get to know me, you'll see I do exactly what I write about, right? But it's making those little adjustments, right? I mean, from when and how to do a three-way phone call to follow up. I mean, every aspect that of what we do fundamentally to grow and to build our business, um, just a little adjustment can make a major difference. So it, it almost kind of a troubleshooting book. Oh, that's right. You're almost right. And that's fantastic. And so for the listeners, you know, go out there because look, if there's, if there's one thing I can tell you, I don't care what company you're with. I don't care what product you sell, what services you market, how long you've been in, how much money you made. At the end of the day, the greatest thing that our industry offers besides freedom, because to me, that's, that's key is personal growth. It is, it is who you will become along your journey, even if it's not the final destination that it's the company you're currently with right now. Maybe you go into real estate. Maybe you go into a different business model. You know what's funny, John? A lot of my friends who did leave the industry for whatever reasons that they left and they went into a traditional business and, and God bless them for doing that. Not my choice. I love network marketing and I love the freedom. But for those that wanted to do it, you know what? They had tremendous success because of the personal development, the foundation that network marketing gave them and understanding relationships, people, consistency, simplicity, right? I think simplicity is key. And so let's talk a little bit about something I know you've mastered well over these last uh, few decades here, and that's culture. And how important is culture to your organization and, and growing that culture? But what are some of the things that you do as a leader for your team to, to bring everyone together and, and build that culture? You know, um, Mike, as we're sitting here talking, I mean, literally, I think we could go on for hours, <laughs> you know, as things are popping into my head that I'd like to share with you. But sure. I want to back up for a moment and touch on this personal development thing. Okay, because I believe absolutely there is no way I would be here today without my commitment to personal development. Network marketing is a personal development program with a paycheck, right? And you have to learn success philosophy and success principles. And most of us don't grow up with it. They don't teach it in school. We're, we grow up in an average everyday family. We don't, we might have values, but we don't understand success principles and philosophy. And I, for me personally, uh, it has been, you know, absolutely the most important thing. And, and I tell people this too, personal development is like bathing, 
right? Is if you don't do it every day, you're going to start to smell. Well, if you don't do the personal development every day, you know, you're going to, your mindset is going to get messed up and you're going to start buying into the masses that nothing, that you can't do this, right? So personal development is absolutely for me, Jim Rowan, you know, uh, when he said, you know, it's, it's not what you earn, it's who you become in the process. When he said, you know, uh, you know, work, work, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, the whole thing about work hard on yourself, you know, make a fortune, work on your job, make a living. I yeah. took that stuff to heart. Absolutely believe it is, uh, you know, the one of the very, very top things for your success. Man, that's that's so true. And, you know, for, for me, I, I remember, uh, um, you know, personal development, uh, rather than me having a book at first, the first thing that I ever got, and kudos to this guy because he changed my life and we all know him well, was Jeff Olson. You know, Jeff Olson had these uh, power training CDs, John, and they came out before they were a public. They just, someone recorded them. And man, it was three and a half hours. Can you imagine 18 years old, three and a half hours of Jeff Olson breaking down simple 10 core commitments uh, to the industry. And I lived it. What you said is so key about, you know, taking a shower every day and taking, you know, cleaning yourself up. I mean, if you got in my car, you were listening to those CDs. I didn't care if you were in the industry, not in the industry, if you were negative, if you were that guy, it didn't matter. You get in my car, you're going to hear this out. And, uh, and it's so true. And so that kind of transitions right into culture because, because really it's, it's as you develop and you become better as you have, uh, you start attracting more. And as you start attracting more and getting more people a part of the team, you got to do some things to keep those people excited and happy and having fun. Because if, listen, if you're not having fun in your business today, it's time to rethink and change some things up. Doesn't mean you leave your company because you're not having fun. It doesn't mean you leave the industry. It's not the company, it's not the industry. It's just you. And you got to take a little bit more of a focus on, are your, is your team having some fun? And so John, talk a little bit about over the years, some things that maybe you've done and, and the importance of culture and keeping people together. Oh, you know, absolutely. I mean, number one, um, I believe 100%, this is another major, major point, And that is people by people. Right. It's your passion, your posture, belief, enthusiasm about what it is you're doing that attracts or influence others. And just knowing myself as I rose in this industry, you know, and we all do, we 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 have those, you know, the, the, those difficult days and those times that we think about quitting. And it's that culture, you know, uh, you, you know, I would say your job is to keep people in one more day. You know, if you keep them in one more day, you may keep them a lifetime right? To get them over that hump. And so, uh, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I, I believe this business is all about how you treat people, right? How you make people feel. People want to be appreciated. They want to be recognized. They want to be valued. And so, I mean, that's one of the first things I think about when I was a maintenance person. And, you know, they had, you know, like the, the upper management, which was upstairs in the office. And these people wouldn't even associate with us, those of us down on the line doing the work, right? You couldn't even communicate. I come into network marketing. I've got top people, people making more in a month than I made in a year, more in a month than I made in five years, treating me like an equal, right? Yeah. And wrapping their arms around you. So this culture is another major thing. I mean, people don't join this thing to for a boss, right? Yes, they want a mentor. Yes, they want to be coached. They want advice, but it, they don't want to be dictated to. 
They don't want to be told what to do. They want to be encouraged what to do. I mean, we're dealing with that volunteer army. So, yeah, the culture is a, is is another major thing. It's the glue. It's the glue. And part of that culture is the personal development. Part of that culture is how you treat people. Part of that culture is is the fun. It's the events. It's it's you know all of that glue that that holds it together is what is really what that culture is. Yeah, man, I agree with you 100. percent I and I also remember when I was young. I mean, the events were. I mean, they were so much fun, right? I mean, you get trained and you go through that part, but but usually the company puts on a big party or the leaders put on their own parties. And and I just think now going back, uh, all the friends that I developed. And, and listen, what's great about this industry when you when you when you lose your ego and you lose all the the, the persona stuff is is the big thing is keep your friendships, right? I mean, some people are going to come and go in your organization. Don't hate them, just love them, bless them, tell them to go have success, whatever. But the friendships are so key when you go to big events. John, let's talk a little bit about this because here's what happens, right? I mean, when, you, when you're in your company and you're presenting your company, you got to be careful. The FTC's out there, claims, money, all that kind of stuff. But when you're on a podcast like my baby, it is, it is free will, man. You can share stuff. You can inspire people because it's, it's so sad that we have to get so far away from this because of the rules and regulations. Because at the end of the day, what people are getting motivated, a lot of people, is money. They, 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 they love to see that Hey man, somebody out there is living my dream. Somebody out there has the property, the cars, the things I want. And maybe it's not any of that. It's given back to charity, whatever it may be. What are some of the cool things that you've been able to do over the years when you got the bills out of the way and the money was just coming in like cash flow? What are some fun things you were able to do with the money? Well, um, and, and if you don't mind, Mike, I want to back up for a moment again. Anything you want, man. The show's yours. Because uh you know, this, that in, in a kind of speaking again, a little bit more to that culture, because, and you mentioned, you know, ego and, and checks and, and, and I mean, I think with a killer in this business is, is greed and ego, yeah. right? Don't start reading your own press releases and think you're all that, right? Because sure. I mean, don't forget where you came from and, and who helped you get there. I think that's a very, very important thing to ne- stay grounded. Right. You know, because I see some of these people in this industry and maybe, you know, maybe they, you know, it might be in their first experience. They happen to join it at the absolute right moment and they 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 think their success is all them. It's not them. Right. And a lot of the success in this industry comes from the environment that you find yourself in as well. Right. Yes. You have to work hard. Yes. You have to be focused. Yes. You have to be consistent. And it's about how you treat people if you want to keep it. And you have to grow as a person, you know, I, I remember somebody said one time, wouldn't it be a shame for your business to grow and you didn't, right? I mean, if you want to hang on to it and have long-term success, I mean, that comes back to the personal development. It comes back to the culture. It comes back to how you treat people. Um, but here's what I will tell you from your question. This business has afforded me to, to have experiences, you know, that I could have never imagined. Okay, I mean, from the incentive trips, the crazy experiences through the incentive trips that the company puts on. I mean, that you would have I mean, having 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 a mystery dinner with Peter Fonda or having, you know, private concerts with Tanya Tucker and and America. And and, I mean, uh, to um, playing baseball with future Hall of Famers and, you know, helicopter you know, uh, flights to, wow. you know, and I, I mean, just unbelievable experiences from a corporate standpoint when you get to the top of this. But also it's afforded me to travel. I mean, when I entered this industry, you know, I never had traveled more than 100 miles away from my my hometown. 
Wow. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I couldn't have told you where Hong Kong was no more than uh, the moon. You know, I just, I, I, it wasn't important to me. And now I've traveled all over the world. I've had it. I mean, I wish somehow I could take, if people really understood the, the, cause what we do is we build people and we, we create life experiences and uh, relationships all over the world. I mean, I have been literally all over the world that I don't know what I could have possibly have done to do that. And not just travel around the world, but when you go there, there's always people that just want to spend time with you. And yeah, I mean, the experiences are unbelievable. Oh, that's, that's, that's it, man. And, and I agree with, you You know, when I was young, I mean, what, what, what got me, uh, what really got my attention, honestly, was a little sizzle video. It was Brian Carruthers pulling into his driveway with his Ferrari in his house. And at 18, I, I go, oh, man, that's, that's what I want. I love this. And the guy's like, well, do you have any questions? I'm like, no, I'm ready to get signed up. And, and he's like, you don't have any questions? I go, no, I, I see what that guy's got. He's got a Ferrari. I want that. And so that was at 18. That's what I wanted. And, but now today, I laugh at myself back then because I'm with you. To me, I think having money in life and the freedom that we have here with this industry is the experiences, right? Is, is being able to go places and, and see things that you never would have been able to see before and go into different countries and markets. I mean, I remember for me, I grew up in a little town called Vero Beach, Florida, down in Florida on the East Coast. And, and uh, for me to go to Atlanta, Georgia, like you, that was a big deal, like to get to Atlanta, nine hour drive. And now traveling to Spain and Iceland and living now, I live here in Mexico. I moved here three years ago. It's the greatest decision I ever made in my life. Um, and, it, and it's just been amazing. And it all has been because of this incredible industry. I myself have built since I was 18, but more importantly, my fiance, 21 years with the same company, stayed consistent and persistent. And that's afforded us now to do exactly what you said, have the experiences. John, just in wrapping up here, man, it's been such a pleasure. I'm with you. I could sit here and talk for hours with you and, and go back and forth. But, you know, let's let's leave a let's leave a let's leave a some an impact on the on the listeners here. And I'm gonna let you have the closing comments to to really just talk to the group here that I think fall into two categories as as most of our listeners. One, it's the newer folks. They're just getting started, man. They just signed up a few months ago. They've they've been to a a Zoom presentation maybe. They haven't been to a live event yet, and they're excited. They believe in what they have here, and they're going to run with it. But then there's the bigger group of people, John, and that's the people that have been with us in this industry for a year, three years, five years. And and they, they believed at once. They doubted. They believed again, but they doubted. And they're kind of wishy-washy of, man, I just feel stuck. I'm at two grand a month or I'm at $500 a month, whatever it may be. But, but I know because I've seen people in my company that I knew that I was just as good as, but I'm not there yet. Let's, let's leave a message for them on, on what they could do and maybe some inspirational things that can help them get to the level of the six-figure income. Well, I think um, what you're talking about is absolutely real, right? I mean, there's that, there's that they see the potential, but they're not living it. And so, you know, number one, I, I, I tell people this, you need to do what I call, and I talk about this in my book, I talk about what we call a personal checkup, right, is going through all of the basic fundamentals and, and ask yourself, and I still do this and I do it all the time, is how am I doing? How am I doing with my prospecting? Okay, because everything we do in this business sets an example that others think they have to do. One of the biggest mistakes we we fall into is we stop doing what got us there. Right. And we want everybody else to do it is you need to be doing the things you want your team to be doing. So asking yourself, how am I doing as prospecting and be honest with yourself. Right. And then how am I doing with the with the follow up? 
How am I doing with my three-way phone calls? How am I doing in personal development? How am I doing, you know, with attending events? All of these things that we do, I think that would be a good starting point, to be honest. Do that personal checkup. Continue to do that personal checkup of where you need to improve. Okay, uh, so I think that's that's you know number one, and and you know again maybe just that little adjustment can make the major difference in the experience and the result. Turning it up just a little bit more, turning that energy because again people by people, turning that energy up just a little bit more, going back and doing, not telling, but doing what you want your team to be doing. Because too many times we get into the trap where we just, we want it for people more than they want it for themselves. And we, we, instead of going out there and doing it ourselves, showing, I mean, you teach more by that than anything else, um, you know, that you, uh, that you're doing. So I think a personal checkup would be a phenomenal exercise to really evaluate where you are to where you want to go. And are you doing what you need to do? Man, that's that's so awesome. You know, John, we really uh, we're grateful here at the life of a networker and we really appreciate you. And and just to kind of recap some things that John said here for our listeners is is really important. Number one is, you know, personal development is everything right. We, we are in the personal development business with some of us that have checks that get attached to that. Right. You know, stay grounded and trust the process. The process is real. It's proven. We've been around for 50 years plus this industry. We're going to be around for another 50. We're going to grow stronger. So believe you're at the right place at the right time and and really just go through that personal checkup and and I think it's so right John and in, in, in what you said is I find that people they get to five thousand dollars a month and why don't they get to ten simple they just stop doing the things to get to five and so um, I think that is so valuable so my friend thank you so much we appreciate you and I look forward to seeing you on the big stage at GoPro and all the events that uh, we connect with each other at fantastic thank you it was a pleasure Thank you for listening to The Life of a Networker. We really hope you have gotten some inspiration or value from listening to our show. For more info or to reach out, visit us at thelifeofanetworker.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Tell2 app, powered by RapidFunnel. It's not just another app. It's an entirely new technology category. The Tell2 app gives you a genuine way to build real relationships with your customers and get quality referrals with less work from you. Go to tell2app.com and build your brand, your way, and tell your story better.